0: new podcast i'm here with my very lovely mother hi there Sam cross yeah so my name is amanda i'm Jeanette. and today we are going to do our haunted mansion movie review which we have been looking forward to the, to this movie for quite some time so i'm excited that we finally got to see it opening weekend if you were listening to our podcast like weekly you will have noticed last week i said we were going to skip this week but it turns out the move went well i'm all moved in and that's why we're here we were able to see the movie opening weekend and we are recording this saturday july 29th literally the day that we saw the movie so the way we're going to structure this podcast is a little bit different from our other movie reviews we're not going to do a super in-depth review of the plots like we've done in other podcasts we're just going to do kind of an overview and then also talk about what we've noticed from the movie that is the same as the ride since this is the first movie that we are going to see in our since doing the podcast that is directly tied to a specific ride in Disney World and even though we are a Disney podcast we do focus more on the Disney parks and you know other Disney stuff in general but the parks is where the heart is at let's be real we both love the parks (laughs) so (laughs) but all right so let's let's just dive right into it oh and real quick just a disclaimer, of course. This is just us sharing our p- opinions just mm-hmm. for fun. We're not tied in Disney. This isn't sponsored. I and, mean, no. like, as if people think of this podcast as sponsored, let's be real. <laughs> I do right. not
1: think this sounds no, like a sponsored, sponsored podcast. And you don't have to agree yeah. with us.
0: I also wanted to give a trigger warning that this podcast episode will mention themes of grief, murder, suicide, and death. So, listener discretion is advised. All right, so The Haunted Mansion premiered in theaters on July 28th, 2023. If you think it is weird that a Halloween-themed movie is coming out in July, you would be right. Everyone thinks it's weird. <laughs> we really? don't really, yeah, we have exactly no- did not even dawn on me. Yeah, no one knows the exact reasoning why this movie has come out in July and not closer to Halloween in October or September. My opinion, again, this is just my opinion and my own thoughts. I haven't heard this anywhere else or, you know, whatever. I think it's because Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party starts in August, so they wanted the movie to uh-huh. come out. Out before be. the Halloween party, so that they can use the new characters and the music in the Halloween party in August. Again, I don't know if that's true or not. That's just a thought I had of maybe why this movie is coming out so early. So yeah, so I, I really don't know though. No one. Well, it could be
1: somebody like me who didn't even realize that it's a Halloween-based movie. Technically, that you know just doesn't.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where like when you watch the movie, it's not necessarily no. Halloween. Like the last scene takes place like right, on, Halloween. on Halloween. It's kind of like a re- like reunion, but for the most part, yeah, the movie is not necessarily like a no. Halloween movie. It's not like Halloween. Themed or anything like that. But it's, uh, you know, it's a ghost type movie, you know, that's associated with Halloween. So, yeah, why it's coming out in July, no one knows. My thoughts is it's for the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. But again, mm. I don't actually know though. But I have seen people on Twitter like lightly making fun of the movie, being like, why is this movie coming out at yeah, yeah. the end of July? Yeah, don't know. So, <laughs> the movie description from IMDb says A single mom named Gabby hires a tour guide, a psychic, a priest, and a historian to help exercise her newly bought mansion after discovering it's inhabited by Ghosts. and they classify this movie as a comedy drama and family movie though it is pg-13 so just keep that in mind i would note that the haunted mansion movie so again this movie is just called haunted mansion the original haunted mansion movie so to speak was the haunted mansion movie that starred eddie murphy it came out in 2003 so this movie is literally 20 years after the first mm-hmm. haunted mansion movie wow. and the plots are quite different we're not mm-hmm. going to talk about the eddie murphy movie maybe one day we'll you know maybe we'll rewatch never that movie really together the thing all the way through yeah right? maybe that could be maybe in october we'll do that we'll We'll watch both watch of them three. and then do like a compare contrast 100%. between the two movies but yeah I have seen the Eddie Murphy one a while ago my mom has never seen it in full but it's just interesting that it's exactly 20 years later that this the new Haunted Mansion movie so to speak comes out so alright plans for this reboot adoption because again there, there is that original one for the Haunted Mansion began in July 2010 so 13 years oh, ago wow. was it when they started thinking wild. about this and originally Guillermo del Toro was supposed to write and produce the movie which would have been wild if he did if you don't know who Guillermo <laughs> del Toro is he's known for horror films, especially like psychological thrillers. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, like the tone of the movie would have been drastically would have been different, different. Yes. much darker, much scarier. I would scarier. not be able to see it. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know if we would have seen it. No. Which would have been interesting for Disney to have an actual horror or psychological type thriller movie in you know its repertoire. <laughs> but, right. but Yeah. So he was intended to write and produce it, and stated that the project would take place in a heightened reality rather than in like a real world setting. So in here, it's supposed to take place in quotes in New Orleans, like you know as if it's real but his would have been a heightened reality hmm. if you've seen Guillermo del Toro's previous movies you probably have kind of have an idea of what that means I have never really seen any of his movies I've seen some of no. them but um, off the top of my head yeah, yeah I haven't seen any of it like his super spooky horror stuff because mm-hmm. I don't really watch horror so um, then in July 2013 del Toro was no longer attached to the project at all and this is directly from Wikipedia after spending years in development hell <laughs> Disney officially <laughs> announced Haunted Mansion in August 2020 with Katie Dippold signed on as a writer for the new screenplay adaption and justin seaman negotiated as director they started filming in april 2021 and it was officially confirmed three months later and then again the primary cast was then casted in again 2021 from july to october with other cast members kind of joining in from time to time so kind of an interesting story to kind of get to where we are now like how many years it really takes for these movies to be oh, produced it took and them created. a long time but they did a good job yeah no for sure yeah it's just interesting because again i don't work in the movie industry i didn't go to school for film or anything like that so it's always kind of wild you know. Know, just to hear the setbacks that certain movies will experience but again still got created so so again the director for this movie is justin seaman and the writer is katie Dippold. katie Dippold is also wrote ghostbusters the 2016 ghostbusters <laughs> version with the like the woman uh, um she's written a few other major movies as well but i thought ghostbusters was kind of funny because doing that <laughs> and then doing haunted mansion is just kind of funny so uh-huh. all right so now i'm going to go through who stars in the movie and a brief background on who the characters are and then we'll do a quick overview of the plot so i'm just doing the characters first so you kind of know who the characters are and then we're just gonna do the plot. So Rosario Dawson plays Gabby. You may know Rosario Dawson because she's starred in other Disney films before. Most notably, she will be playing Ahsoka in the Star Wars, you know, TV adaptions in The Mandalorian, as well as her new show that will be coming out soon. We'll get to that later in the podcast. Um, yeah, but she plays Ahsoka Tano. Gabby is a single mother who wants to start new, and she purchases a house to turn it into a bed and breakfast with her son. Then we have Lakeith Stanfield as Ben Matthias. Ben is an astrophysicist who created a camera again in the world world of Haunted Mansion, We created a camera that can, they kind of have some like jargon, but essentially it can take photos of ghosts. He kind of uses some like actual jargon in it, but I don't really know anything about ghost hunting. So if you know things about ghost hunting, maybe you know about taking photos of extraterrestrial or something like that. We also learned too that Ben's wife has passed away and he is struggling to move past his grief from his late wife. Then we have Tiffany Haddish as Harriet. Harriet is a medium or a psychic that can actually speak to ghosts. She's a bit eccentric, but she's called into the Haunted Mansion, like into the plot, so to speak, because she can speak to ghosts. And I say fraud. That's like her own, you know, her persona own of herself. Of herself. Yeah. She, she thinks she's kind of a fraud, thing, but right. yeah, I, that's the thing too. All everyone who kind of joins all thinks that they are a fraud and who they are, but then you kind of learn that they actually are real and mm-hmm. what they're trying to portray. Which I kind of liked about that. It's kind mm-hmm. of a fun, you know, element to the movie. All right, then we have Chase W. Dillon as Travis. So he's the son of Gabby. I guess I should have put him before Harriet. Sorry about it. <laughs> Sorry to Travis. Sorry to Chase. I mean, he's a bit of an outcast at school, kind of a shy kid, and he's grieving his late father as well. So again, him and his mom, they moved down from like up north down to New Orleans where the movie takes place, again, to kind of start a new life, so to speak. And he is supposed to be nine years old in the film. Then we have Owen Wilson as Father Kent, who is a priest who specializes in exorcisms, which is quite specific if you think about that. And again, he was called into the house to perform an exorcist to rid of the ghosts. However, we learn later in the movie, he isn't even a priest. No. He just does this for extra money to exorcise people's houses, of fake ghosts. Exorcise them of their wallets. I know, right? Then we have Danny DeVito as Bruce. Bruce is a professor who specializes in New Orleans, history and ghost history and he has called in to help determine the history of the house and also helps do some kind of that like background detective work on like again who owned the house the previous um, yeah, some all of the, the deaths uh, that happened in the house yeah, all the different deaths things like and things so and we have Jamie Lee Curtis as Madame Leota so Madame Leota was a medium from years and years ago who became trapped in a, her own crystal ball after the hatbox ghost tricked her into getting trapped in her own crystal ball and last but not least we have Jared Leto as the hatbox ghost who plays an evil spirit who's released on Accident when William Gracie, who was one of the original owners of the haunted, I keep saying the haunted mansion. Mm. The house doesn't really have like a name necessarily. They just no. refer to it as the house most the of the house. time. But I will refer to the house as the haunted mansion. The mansion. So <laughs> just so I know. So yeah, William Gracie was a former owner of the haunted mansion, and while he was trying to make contact with his late wife with Madame Leota, they by accident let through the hatbox ghost. And then we learn about the history of the hatbox ghost as well throughout the movie. All right, and let's go into some of the overall plot. So again, we're not going through all the little details. We're just going to give the overall plot here. So. So of course spoiler warn, warn spoiler warning i guess i should have said that in the beginning of the episode that this to be a spoiler yes. warning that we're talking about the, the movie so i would skip ahead if you don't really want to hear anything about this um or maybe after you watch the movie come back and enjoy it another time or if you're trying to determine if this is a movie you want to take your kids to i would actually recommend listening because it is kind of good to know what the movie is going to be about to just to, to determine if your kids are old enough to see it if they'd enjoy the movie if they would not enjoy the movie so good to know some of the overall plot points so again mother and son gabby and Travis, they purchase the haunted mansion in hopes of turning it into a bed and breakfast. And once they arrive, they realize that once you step foot into the house, the ghosts basically immediately start haunting you. and I just want to know here. They, I told my mom this before. They arrive mm. at the house at night, like they literally get out of the car at nighttime. It's like, all right, time to unpack. And I'm like, who arrives at a house that they're going to move into well, at night? They're probably traveling <laughs> but, far away because
1: she calls the movers, and the movers say they're four hours behind her. Yeah, and but notice like, the
0: movers never show up now, no. do they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. Throughout the whole movie, the new movie. The movers never do yeah, show the, up. Yeah, the movers never do show no. up. So good for them, girls. They no. would have trapped in the house with them. But so first, Gabby calls Father Kent to come exercise the house. But again, he is a fraud. So he gets Ben involved to take photos of the ghosts in the house. But again, Ben doesn't actually believe in ghosts. He kind of just believes in the technology that he created. And essentially from here, this is when they get their whole motley crew together to learn the history of the house and figure out how to get rid of the ghosts and everything that's happening. But again, one of the key things is that once you step foot into the house, that is when you are starting to be haunted. And the Next thing that we're gonna go over is all the ties and the similarities between the movie and the ride, but I'll just mention this one here. That that's this is one of my favorite elements of it is that you know at the end of the haunted mansion ride they always say like and a ghost will follow you home mm-hmm. that you've been here. That's literally what happens to all of them. They step from the house and then when they try to leave, the ghost a ghost follows them home. They go with them, yes. Yeah, they, who wants them to return? They all say like return, return back to the house right, so you'll they be can back. Come back to the house. Yes. So everyone has to return, even though they none of them really want to return. So and that's kind of how they all end up together in the house. Over time, they realize most of the ghosts are actually running away from something and they realize that there's one specific evil ghost there, which we learn, of course, is the hatbox ghost. The history of the house, again, was William Gracie was the former owner of the house and when his wife died of yellow fever, he hired Madame Leoto, who was a famous medium or psychic of the day, to come and perform a seance so he could speak with his wife. However, they never made contact with his late wife as her spirit was at peace and it passed away into like the beyond very peacefully. However, Gracie, again, lost in his grief, kept insisting that they perform the seance over and over again which in turn welcomed more and more ghosts into the house eventually they welcomed the hatbox ghost who then convinced gracie to kill himself and trapped madame leota into her own crystal ball i guess i should have sent that like a trigger warning for suicide just i maybe mean, i'll put that in the beginning of the podcast <laughs> just to have some, trigger some warnings. disclaimers yes yeah it. so again the hatbox ghost feeds off grief so he was really feeding off gracie's grief when he yes. kind of convinced him to kill to take his own life so the hatbox ghost needs one thousand souls to free his own ghost form from the confines of the house and in present day when Gabby and you know the whole the whole crew is there he only needs one more willing soul to do so so once he gets his final soul he will be willing soul that's like the key to it he'll be able to free himself from the house and then haunt I guess like the rest of the world is what alludes to all right so who is the hatbox ghost the hatbox ghost is Alistair Crump who was a rich heir who was ridiculed by his father and then shunned from society as a child so he again as a child he was shunned from society he kind of went went away came back and in his adulthood he wanted to take revenge of all the socialites who mocked him in his childhood by killing them off slowly. So uh-huh. he killed them all off slowly and eventually it was his own servants who then killed him and then he swore to take revenge, you know, and everyone, you know, in the afterlife and stuff. The, the typical ghost thing. Right. So so again, the hatbox ghost really feeds off from grief. So I kind of mentioned before but Ben's, again, who was the photographer, like the ghost photographer, so to speak, and really one of the main characters, if I'm being honest. Right. His his grief from his late wife was what the hatbox ghost was really feeding off and hoping would be the final soul. Sort of essentially trying to bait these people into like committing suicide which is very dark when you realize like what's actually right. happening but it's not it doesn't seem Most dark deception. in the movie he's trying
1: to make them believe he's that trying to
0: trick them yeah he'll see
1: his wife if he um yeah. if he does it
0: for sure and so he's feeding off ben's grief but then we learn as well that is who's the young boy his father had also passed away so the ghost was also feeding off travis's grief of missing his father and trying to trick him into thinking he'll mm. be reunited with his father if he like you know goes into the beyond so to speak however ben realizes it's like just the last minute and he ends he up saving him. travis and convinces him to let go of his father and that it's okay to feel his grief and it's okay to be here and that his father would want him to live a full life here in like the real world so to speak with his mother and you know with him and everything so Travis is not going to the afterworld so to speak which is good so and then with the help of Madame Leota father Kent getting some of the other ghosts to turn on the hatbox ghost Travis's bravery as well they're able to banish the hatbox ghost back into the afterlife and then in kind of like the last little scene we get Gabby and Travis they stay with the house with the other ghosts Kent actually does get ordained as a priest to um, <laughs> Harriet has more confidence as a medium. Ben adopts a cat named Tater Tot, which reminds him of his late wife. And literally, Bruce, who is Danny DeVito, I guess he just doesn't die because the no, whole he thing just hangs around. That's what I'm saying. Because the whole thing with him was that he had a heart problem that he was like. Yes, he was a heart due heart surgery, to have a heart surgery, so, <laughs> and he almost has like he has like a heart attack kind of one scene, yeah. but he ends up being fine, which is kind of funny that it's like all right, I guess like he didn't have like a closing, he just like didn't die. Like, he didn't for just, the whole thing, No, his... He stayed. Yes. Yeah, he just ended up living. So. And obviously,
1: they live with the go. They, uh, they live with the ghost because some. Some ghosts would just did not want to leave the house they yeah, end up just having a party
0: that's kind of the overall plot kind of in a nutshell there so again so now we're gonna just kind of go through the things that we saw in the movie that are like the ride and let me tell you there was a lot in the movie oh, that is really, just like the ride they really
1: covered everything yeah i mean they really did cover a lot of what you see in the ride is like you're like
0: oh look at that oh look at that and like, yeah for sure <laughs> like all the ghosts all the iconic things that you see i will say too that if you go to disneyland in california it is based off the new orleans square haunted mansion Mm -hmm. rather than the Liberty Square haunted mansion we have in Magic Kingdom even like the outside of the house is the New Orleans version so just keep that in mind if you're looking at it being like it doesn't look like our haunted mansion it's the Disneyland version in case you've never been to Disneyland I I just say that because I know a lot of our listeners are more of Walt Disney World goers than Disneyland goers so all right so here are some the notable lists that we could think of off the top of our heads right after the movie so the first is the suit of armor so the suit of armor (laughs) is fun so he kind of just moves around (laughs) I think Gabby and and Travis say that too that it's like you'll be walking he'll just be like behind you or he Mm -hmm. just like he has a a lot of jump scares he just like appears appears Uh, and then ben kind of like looks inside the the suit of armor at one point he's like it's empty in there but then later on i i didn't mention this in the overall plot but yeah ben does have a seance i don't really know what it's called but he kind of goes into the ghost world like Mm -hmm. he his spirit leaves his body he goes into the ghost world and he sees the suit of armor you can see there's someone in the suit of armor when he's in the ghost world which i thought was really cool but you can't see it from like the regular world we have the endless hallway quite a few times we are constantly going into the endless hallway where they're running down the hallway they do that a
1: lot yeah Um, we
0: also have the candelabra floating at the uh-huh. end of the endless hallway too that was one of the ones that i really noticed in the beginning of the movie we have the dueling portraits the two men when you duel so in this movie i really liked how they did it where they duel in a hallway and they kind of take seven paces and they turn and they shoot their you know their guns at each other and if you walk through that part of the hallway at the right time you'll feel the gunshots you know the fake gunshots of course like in your sides like right. and gabby says yeah, it's like extreme pain in both your sides if you walk through this part of the hallway and that's what it is Is mm-hmm. the, du- the two dueling uh, portraits my one of my favorite parts was how they did the structure So the stretching room is towards the end of the movie. So originally when you kind of get there, they're kind of hanging out in the living room type of area and you immediately notice this is the stretching room. room. Is the 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 only safe room for them. Yeah, so they're in the stretching room. And then at the end of the movie, sort of the hatbox ghost kind of takes over that room. He closes off all the doors, closes off all the windows and now it does become the circular room that we know it to be in the actual, our Mm -hmm. version of the Haunted Mansion. What's really cool is that as the room starts stretching, the bottom of the actual room itself transforms into what is at the bottom of the actual porch so we have the crocodile, the dynamite, and the quickstand. And then the fourth for- <laughs> the fourth portrait is that lady sitting on the grave of her late husband. So there's nothing really for that one because I guess it would have just been a graveyard. <laughs> so there was no quick thing at the bottom for it <laughs> to get them. But like one of the first things that Ben, one of the characters, he's falling into the quicksand, he's getting out. They have a crocodile ch- chasing them. The dynamite, is you know, a few, the yeah, is, uh, is, is about to go off and stuff. But I thought that was so clever how they did that. I thought that was really cool that that's how they did, did mm-hmm. the stretching room. And as they're climbing up, the one of the portraits says like, Grab the gargoyles, as they're stretching and then they're climbing up to get to the rafters of the roof and everything. And yeah, I just thought that was one of the a really cool scene of how they did it. And again, i just like it's funny that the lady on the grave, there's just well, she gave her. them the hint. So, the lady yeah.
1: on the grave, what she does, she gives them the hint on how to get out of the room. That yeah, to grab onto the gargoyles. and the girl on the
0: crocodile too. That's mm-hmm. on like above the crocodile. She also helped yeah. a little bit. So we also have two scenes. Well, I guess it's the same scene, but it's just two instances where Harriet the medium, she's kind of giving a séance, and then suddenly the hat box goes to size to deposit her from the house. <laughs> So as she's sitting in her chair, he kind of whirls the chair around with her in it and like swoops around out of the house like she's running through the house. And you realize it looks just like the dune buggies right. the way she's going through the house. It's it's, it's funny because it's one of those things where like if that was happening in like with different music or different lighting, it would be mm. very scary. But the way they do it is quite comedic. Yes, <laughs> it was. It was funny. Yeah, and then Danny
1: DeVito too. Yeah, he
0: really runs in the house and he also gets dune buggied right out of the house too. But I kind of liked how they did that because it was a nod to how you ride the ride in the actual Haunted Mansion. We also have a quick scene of the stairs going kind of in the multiple directions, directions. in one of those rooms. So at one point when Ben is in again like that, that like ghost world, he kind mm. of he's opening the doors, kind of traveling around, and he sees the stairs going all different directions. Right. They also had the clock. With yes, the 13, they had the clock. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the crazy
1: hands. Yep. When it hits the twelve, it's just like the hands go round and round yeah. and round. They also had a scene with yeah, that too. I with the clock. the
0: clock. They do have the clock. They also have the marble bus as well, and mm. you see the marble bus in the living room a few different times. Times and then with their they, face
1: expressions. Yeah. Yeah, they
0: kind of follow you around, and like Gabby mm. points out as well as like oh. They usually follow you around she said it's very creepy and then they're kind of in the background though of mm-hmm. like a lot of the movie again because a lot of the movie takes place in that living room area they also have the bride in the attic so at one point <laughs> they realize that madame Leota's crystal ball may be hiding somewhere in the house so as soon as they start going to the attic i was thinking to myself I was like, wow, that's normally where the bride is and so as soon as he gets up gets up there yep that yep. is exactly where the bride is and she does go attacking him with her little hatchet little and hatchet. you do see the portraits that you see in the ride as the well of her the, yeah, with the, the husbands pearls disappear yeah, yeah with the pearls and as the husbands are disappearing but it's okay because because Ben does get mad in Leota's chest and he does get out of the attic of course. We also have the party in the dining room. That's more towards the end of the film but yeah that's also I mean like always kind of a fun scene that's often mm-hmm. people's favorite scenes too. The one thing that they didn't have was the ghost with the legs sticking out from under the table. I was really hoping we see like some guy under the table that's you know. But yeah no they, they didn't have that or if they did have it they cut it from the movie but that was one of my favorite ghosts though mm-hmm. in Haunted Mansion. We also have the traveling ghosts too. So at one point when they're kind of leaving the house again at the end of our ride at cain Magic Kingdom we have the three traveling ghosts that kind of you know sit in your dune buggy mm-hmm. and you know do something funny you know at the at the very end of the ride so we see those three ghosts you see a lot of the ghosts that are that are in the ride in the movie as well the so graveyard. We have, yeah the traveling ghosts a lot of the graveyard ghosts the man and the dog outside of the cemetery they are also in there also as ghosts all the portraits in the endless hallway like the cat lady and the mariner they are also in the movie as well you see them we also have the organ playing itself which is really cool we get the organ twice actually throughout the movie uh we have mandy and Leota in the seance room and then the ghost uh, that a ghost will follow you home I think that was my favorite detail was that a ghost will follow you home, and that's exactly what happens. They can leave the house during the day and like do stuff during the day. Like they're not trapped fully in the house. So when they go the ghosts go with them essentially is what happens. So for Ben's character, they gave him the captain, the mariner's ghost. So you can kind of see the water. So it's a bit more (laughs) obvious that there's like a ghost following him. So, and in the very beginning of the movie too, they had the the famous line that there's 999 haunts, but there's always room for one more.
1: Well, yeah, it was funny because they realized that there was 933 ghosts and then 63 people were killed by the crump, whatever his name was, I think and
0: 66 people. were killed. 66, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: and then that's what left one left. Yeah, that's that they had They to only do. need one more. Yeah. Get
0: one more willing soul. So they bring was all the those key. details
1: of the yeah. math of how they got to the 999 ghosts. Yep.
0: So yeah, so that's kind of a lot of the things that we noticed yeah. that were the same in the movie and in the ride. When you're watching it, it's just a lot of fun just to mm-hmm. see like what is the same and the things that like all the like, little details. The detail is always the best part. Let's be Yes,
1: if you've been to Disney World and you've been to the to the Haunted Mansion ride, well then obviously it's very very interesting because you can match everything up. Yeah even if you haven't been on the ride the movie itself just yeah, lends sure. to to just being funny mm-hmm. it was funny it was yeah. touching it was you know it was yeah. it, it was a good movie even without being able to match it yeah. up
0: which kind of leads us into our next part is this movie suitable for kids so i would say overall yes it's quite spooky you know it is the haunted mansion however i would say if your child can do the ride they could probably watch the movie so that, i guess mm. that's like a good way to say it. if you think your your kid may be a bit too scared to go on the ride still that's totally find it is spooky, you know, it's going to be scary. Mm-hmm. And I would say maybe hold off on the movie for a little bit and then, you know, show them right. the movie when they can do the ride. There's nothing in the movie that's drastically different or new from the ride. I think the Hatbox Ghost is probably the scariest. Yeah. Because um, well, yeah, he's not that, in
1: the regular ride yet. They're putting him yeah, he's in. he's adding him uh, But his character is kind of scary. Yeah.
0: Hatbox Ghost, and um. I thought the scariest scene was the attic scene with the bride. With the bride. Because that's mm-hmm. a very specific scene where, well, that's what I was going to say too. There are themes, of course, of grief murder and suicide within Mm -hmm. the movie so if those themes maybe wouldn't be suitable for your child obviously you know don't don't have them watch this no because it does touch on those subjects yeah so for instance in the attic that is the one scene where it's very obvious that she's trying to kill Kill them with an axe axe. and it is I would say the most intense scene because it's very focused on that there are other scenes that are quite scary but there's other it's cut with other things going on she doesn't get him obviously yeah of course Yeah, there's no blood in this movie that's the difference yeah and it has a happy ending no one gets hurt this
1: is not a, a blood and nobody gets hurt. Nobody, you know, whatever. I am not a fan of anything scary at all. I don't like zombies. I don't like ghosts. I don't like, I don't, I don't even like the music. If I hear music from a movie like that, I, 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 I have to cover my ears, but I have to say if they've got I was on the ride. I know what the ride has. I know what the ride entails. And like, I agree that if you can handle the ride, then you can handle the movie yeah. to a certain
0: extent. The movie does have a happy ending. Again, mm-hmm. no character who is alive dies in the movie. No. Everyone stays. I mean, like, obviously the ghosts are all dead, but, you know, right. no one dies. Nobody in the movie. dies. Nobody gets killed. Yeah, like the child, Travis, he does have moments of, like, peril, you know, mm-hmm. but he's always fine in the end. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, nothing actually happens to him. Yeah, some of the scary scene was that attic scene, and then some of the hot box ghost scenes were a little bit scarier. Nothing too crazy. Some of the ghosts are kind of, of, of creepy. I mean, yeah, when you're going through the ride, at, yeah. you don't see the
1: detail on the ghost because you're moving and you're going and the ghosts are floating and they're doing and whatever. Some of the ghosts that Owen Wilson yeah. was dealing with were kind of creepy. Yeah, they look a little
0: creepy, a yes. little bit scary. Yeah. So uh, keep that in mind. Maybe try yes. to look up photos beforehand just yeah. for yourself. Some of to them see were a little if, creepy. If, if you have, you know, I would tenting. say there's no long scene where you're just staring at the ghost no. for like a long period of time. There are jump scares too. If it's like, you mm-hmm. know, some minor jump scares. Again, nothing I think like. Yeah, they weren't even that scary. They
1: were just jumps that you didn't expect things to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: now it's definitely say at your own discretion mm-hmm. to decide, but I would say the movie is not classified as a scary movie or a horror movie. No. It is classified as a family comedy type mm-hmm. of movie. And there's a lot of comedic relief throughout the whole, even like during the scary scenes, there's still like funny oh, yeah. things happening mm-hmm. to kind of keep it light. Especially with
1: Danny DeVito. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like I think, I forget who Katie Dippold, I think the way she wrote the movie was very well done in the fact that it is spooky, it is scary, it's Halloween, but it's not over the top. It's no. still suitable for, you know, a kid who can handle Haunted Mansion or something. Just keep in mind that the, the themes of grief murder and suicide those themes you know may not be suitable for every family depending on what's going on in your family that's totally fine again maybe just look it up just to make sure yeah that 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 would be okay for the kiddos to see so there is a happy ending so as with most disney films Mm -hmm. there is a happy ending all right so let's go into our favorite scenes so what was your your favorite few
1: scenes well i said i thought the favorite scenes of mine was when they do the background on the characters like i said i'm not one for ghosts and things like that but i have to admit that when they did the flashbacks for the main character when he with him and his wife and how they tell the story of how each of them has come to through their grief or what's happened to them and how they got there. That was my favorite scenes of the movie because yeah. it really did give the movie depth.
0: Well, yeah, because it's all the character development. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's all stories are driven yes. by characters. So I think they did well giving all the char- giving there were a lot of yeah. main characters It gave the movie, considered. it wasn't
1: just a, com- a slapstick comedy of running yeah. through the haunted mansion or trying to do this or trying to do that. It gave the movie a lot of depth of what the characters were going through and why they did what they did to help mm-hmm. out and do what they were doing.
0: Yeah, like each character kind of had something from their past that was tying mm-hmm. them to what they were doing in the present right. and why this moment kind of mattered to them. So right, I do and how agree, it got yeah. them
1: to the end where they all got more self-confidence in themselves mm-hmm. and they they really helped each other. Yeah, it's almost like
0: in The Wizard of Oz when they were all going to the wizard mm-hmm. to like gain They something. all support they all, each other. They all, they all yes. realized like that it was all within themselves the whole yes. time. And, they and just the support had to, of their friends. Yeah, to believe in themselves mm-hmm. to a certain extent. So no, I do like that a lot. And that was a really fun like message from the movie mm-hmm. when you kind of get to the end there. One of my favorite scenes is when Ben goes into the ghost realm and he sees all the ghosts for the first time so i do think that was really fun to see just that idea too of like i, I don't i don't know if there's any I, well i i don't know any real mediums in real life i should no. say so i've never been to it i've never really been to like a real psychic or a real medium so i think it's interesting if people can disassociate from their bodies and go into that spirit world like that i think that'd be very interesting mm. i've never tried it myself don't really know anyone who's ever done it before i'm not saying that people can or cannot do it no. <laughs> not gonna not gonna be a hater here or anything like that no But it was really interesting when he finally got there and he met Gracie, like again, the the man who was grieving his wife and he's also grieving his own wife and you know, kind of how they connected a little bit because of that and how Gracie really wasn't a bad guy that he was just so lost in his own grief that he made a mistake and unfortunately the mistake affected other people. So but I really liked that overall scene. I thought that was kind of fun. So, all right, who is your favorite character? Harriet. Yeah, love the Medium. Yeah. I love the
1: Medium. She was funny. She was just, uh, just her reactions to certain things and the way she handled everything I thought was, you yeah. know.
0: It's funny because you could say she's a comedic relief character, but honestly, all the characters were comedic yeah, relief They all characters. had their own comedic like, they relief. They all had their, their was, funny parts. She was
1: funny. She Her personality was just funny. Like
0: Honestly, one of the funniest parts was when they first get to Danny DeVito's character. Again, he's in, he's a professor, so he's mm-hmm. at school. They're like, all right, let's go out to eat. They show up at this Japanese hibachi restaurant and he's wearing this like clear raincoat, this <laughs> clear hat and i'm like what are you wearing to this restaurant like you look ridiculous it was no reason for yeah, it, it you're just, just looking at it going okay why is he yeah, wearing it was just that? like out of nowhere it never comes up in because context because he's just crazy he's danny devito's a little bit <laughs> so, of a crazy guy <laughs> but it's just so funny so they yeah. all have moments like that where things just happen you're happen. like where did this come from <laughs> it's just like all right so i said my favorite character was kent who was the priest who mm-hmm. owned wilson so again he had an, a lot of also like just funny moments of just like mm-hmm. doing random stuff or just saying things at like weird times while being like all right well that's just it is how it is type of things <laughs> so but no I thought he was really great honestly all the characters really great yeah they were all good yeah again they all had you know pretty good depth again Mm -hmm. backstories they all had messages so all right and what is your five star rating out of the movie I give it five stars I thought it was very entertaining I would say five stars. I think we've given every movie so far five stars. I know but we (laughs) we have
1: but you know I hate to say it but I mean I think Disney finally you know stepped up to the plate I mean between Little Mermaid and this I thought both movies were just I think that yeah even elemental I think that the casting was good I Mm -hmm. think the people that they've put in their characters have been good I think the writing is good it's not like I walk out of there and say okay that was a waste of my time because it was just stupid their depth like I said giving the depth behind the character and just giving the themes that they've given them like Little Mermaid they just did a remake so whatever it was it was but they did a really good job on the remake yeah, for sure. they didn't just slap it and together and good
0: casting as well yes Jonah they're Hoare casting and it and I, I gotta
1: tell you the Little Mermaid she was perfect for the, mm-hmm. for the part I, got, I gotta give her credit even the, all the other the characters too but her character was just perfect and I like I said I I, I don't go to that many movies I mean i the last two movies I've been to three movies because we went because Amanda said oh we have to go see the movies and yeah, do the
0: podcast meanwhile I did mention at one point that we weren't going to do Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny that we weren't going to see it I actually did end up going see. yeah she it. went to see it I have no one <laughs> we won't do a podcast episode no, on it I have but no I want to see a, Indiana Jones it was a good movie as well especially mm-hmm. if you're into the whole Indiana Jones franchise it's a yeah. great send-off for the overall franchise but it was yeah. a good movie but but um, yeah, no, I agree. I think Disney has done really well. Creating, yeah, they've stepped up to the plate. Movies. I have to
1: give them credit. They um, really did. Because some of their movies have been flops. I mean, some of the movies that they've done, you say, oh, okay, they're not that great. This one, that one. This, I have to say, the last few movies, they've really stepped up to the plate and yeah, did what no, they needed sure. to do.
0: Oh, no, this one's great. And I think this this movie was so fun, especially if you, if you are a big fan of the parks in general. Mm-hmm. That it's like, it's and if so you're fun. a fan of the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I know. There's so many Haunted Mansion mm-hmm. diehards out there. We're not Haunted Mansion diehards. No, we go on um, it all the time, but yeah, we enjoy it. Hard before Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. which I do love the Pirates of the Caribbean movies as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though those ones are definitely darker movies, those ones I would not recommend for children. I would say to no. be a little bit no, they even I
1: don't like past the first one. Yeah, some, some, of those, are some of those characters some of the are, are a little bit darker, too. Yeah, their little the movie creepy itself is like
0: actually darker yeah. as well. So, yeah, those ones are definitely more of adult type and teenage yeah. adult type films. But this movie I think could, could definitely be suitable for kids. But yeah, just just you know, do, do some background research. Yeah, there weren't
1: sure. a lot of young children in all movie, I have to there say. Weren't, no, a lot of. Older people, maybe teenagers, a couple of teenagers yeah. and stuff. There I think it's because a
0: lot of families are nervous about bringing their kids. Yeah, to Haunted I don't think Mansion there were a lot of young sure. children in all. And I think that's fair. I feel like it's a movie that you could always, once it goes on Disney Plus, for instance, you could start streaming and decide for yourself. So, my can can my kid handle this? Right, and then watch it. But yeah, I would I definitely say as a blanket statement, if you if they can go on Haunted Mansion the ride, they could probably watch the movie. Mm-hmm. If they're not ready for the ride, then yeah, I would hold off with the movie. Mm-hmm. I think that's perfectly fine. So again, I still even find the ride to be a bit spooky sometimes. Mm. <laughs> so it's a little bit scary if you're really think Think about the haunted mansion right so. well <laughs> yeah but yeah overall i both love the movie so well, yeah. i recommend going to see it if you're an adult obviously if you're just a fan of the ride fan of the parks mm. i love the movies that are based off the rides honestly especially specifically off the rides like we watched jungle cruise that just yes. went straight to disney plus good a few weeks did. a few mm-hmm. months ago now but yeah another great movie as well so those ones are always kind of fun so all right yeah so i guess we will transition now into some disney news so for this disney news episode i am just going to do what's coming new to disney plus in august and then i'm going to save some other disney news for our next podcast episode because we are pre-recording a little bit so i also realized too i did not do what's coming to disney plus in july because i totally forgot about it so sorry about that totally forgot (laughs) to do this in july so we're going to do it for august so here's everything that is coming to august i am getting this information from what's on disneyplus.com and i also am going to categorize them into a few different categories rather than just going through like chronologically when they're coming out so for the big releases there was a lot of big releases coming to disney plus so first up we have guardians guardians of the galaxy volume three on august second which is pretty exciting i never actually saw this movie in theaters it came out a few months ago now so guardians of the galaxy we have rio 2 on august 4th i didn't even know there was a rio 2 if i'm being really honest i, I didn't also didn't know there was a one. Yeah, oh, I... that's the one with the birds yep yeah okay i, I didn't know rio one. was owned by disney i thought rio was dreamworks so i was kind of oh. surprised that rio mm-hmm. 2 was going so we have high school musical the musical the series final season coming out on august 9th so now a lot of people are really big fans of high school musical the musical the series such as my best friend shannon she loves mm-hmm. that tv show I actually... i like them
1: Well, I, I like the movies. Yeah, but
0: yeah, I've never seen the TV show no. personally, but I know a lot of a lot of people are big fans of the TV show, so that is coming out on August 9th. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is coming out on August 11th. I think the first one is also on Disney Plus too, which means that mm. they're, Disney's really acquiring all Spider-Mans to be on Disney Plus right now. We have Star Wars Ahsoka starting on August 23rd. This mm. is one I'm super pumped for. So if you're a fan of the Star Wars TV shows, Ahsoka, which is going to be focused on Ahsoka Tano, who Rosario Dawson plays, who again, she was in the Haunted Mansion movie too, is starting August. 23rd the first two episodes will drop and then it will dro- the episodes will drop weekly you know until the season is over so super excited for ahsoka this is what i've been looking for forward to for so long now so very excited and then last but not least in the big releases section i have this cin- the original cinderella the 4k restored version is coming to disney plus so before there was no cinderellas on disney plus at all so now the cinderella cartoon version will be on mm. i am still waiting for the live action version to be on because that is my I, that is my favorite live action that's movie the one I didn't to see that i do own it on dvd and blu-ray so i can watch it whenever i want to but yeah so the, the cartoon version is is coming though all right, for National Geographic, first up we have Farm Dreams. Farm Dreams is a six-part documentary series following farmer forager indie officials, officialis as she connects aspiring farmers with experts in order to help them live out their dream of living in nature on their own terms. So sounds very fun. I feel like that's me. I have a farm dream. I would love to live, <laughs> love to live on the farm. Oh, she
1: wants to own a cow. I know,
0: right? <laughs> then we have Wicked Tuna. Season twelve is coming out. I did not know there were twelve seasons of Wicked Tuna. So well, quite a successful show that I, I have never watched an episode of. However, one of my sorority sisters has worked on the production of Wicked. Oh, really? Yeah, so I always think about that. I like that. the National Geographic shows. Yeah. So we also have Explorer Lost in the Arctic. This is Sir John Franklin, set off from England in 1845 with two ships and 129 men to be the first to navigate the Northwest Passage, a new trade route over the top of the world, when Franklin's ships vanished without a trace. So I guess it's going to be kind of a documentary or maybe what happened to him and the ship. Mm-hmm. And that last for National Geographic is We Rewind the 90s, Celebrities and eyewitnesses and pop culture pundits relive the most memorable moments of the decade so something all about the 90s which i guess I suppose will be interesting all right in the ABC. uh category we have the second season of the wonder years so the wonder years is a coming of age story of a 12 year old black boy in montgomery alabama in the late 1960s as told by his adult self i'm pretty sure this is a remake show right so i think so yeah so this is the second season but the, the show say, itself think, was a yeah. remake from like an older show yes it's also called so. the wonder years yes all right there is a lot of disney Jr. coming out. Disney Jr. every month has so much content which don't get me wrong I realize that like Disney is like four children. Sorry, it's starting to storm outside so me and <laughs> my mom were looking outside being like whoa it's starting to look real dark and, and well, stormy out really there. It's really
1: cool because there's a ray of sunshine yeah, coming I see through that the too. trees. So it looks it's like a golden yeah. sun coming through <laughs> so, and the trees are blowing it's it's turning black outside so you know, a lot kind of drama wild. going out yeah. while we're talking.
0: But yeah so so much Disney Jr. and again I'm always surprised how much Disney Jr. there, there is but again I shouldn't be surprised because again Disney no, because, is for kids. because you know kids. I mean That's where
1: the kids are busy watching all that stuff. I'm going to
0: breeze through all these. I won't go into the descriptions, but I'll just mention them. So first up, we have Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures. Kiff Season 1. We have Chibi Tiny Tales Shorts. (laughs) We have Dino Ranch Season 2. Disney Junior Wonderful World of Songs, which is going to be like a sing-along type of show. We have Lego Disney Princesses, The Castle Quest, which is actually going to feature most of the Disney princesses in Lego form. (laughs) Okay. We have Chip and Dale Park Life Season 2 and Kaya and the Kamoja Heroes Season 1. Hmm. So again, lots of Disney Junior shows coming. I love the sing-along ones when you were kids. All right. And then my last category, I just have is other fun stuff. It's other things like Disney Channel and other like random shows or like cartoons that didn't really fit into the other categories. So we have How Not to Draw Season 1, which is going to be a tutorial parody series on animation, like how to draw animation, but it's supposed to be a parody. So it looks like it's going to be like a comedy type show. We have Hamster and Gretel Season 1. So gifted with amazing superpowers, Gretel and her parents hamster decide to join hands <laughs> with her teenage brother to protect their city from evil supervillains. Okay. So, kind of a fun little little comedy mm-hmm. uh, cartoon. The villains of Valley View Season 2. Furious but insulting her family, Amy attacks Onyx, the leader of the supervillains. In an attempt to save themselves, Amy and her family live in a concealed town in Texas. And then we also have Pre- Pretty Freaking Scary Season 1, which is teenager Frankie Rip has seemingly perfect life until she dies. And after debating the Grim Reaper, she's allowed to return home to attend middle school, accompanied by underworld guardians, pretty and scary. Hmm. So again, okay, it's a cartoon show. It doesn't hmm. actually look that scary, you know. So nothing <laughs> too crazy. Self is scary. Okay. Yeah, but it's like a Disney Channel show, okay. though, so you know. And then last but not least, what is coming is a bunch of old Disney cartoons. So there are a lot of old, like there's old. Uh, they've been ones. doing that, yeah. They're bringing back the so old So we cartoons. have Barnyard Olympics from 1932. Donald's cousin Gus from 1939. <laughs> Donald's nephews coming from 1938. The flying jallop jalopy in 1943 goofy Jaloppy. and wilbur goofy and wilbur 1939 and mickey's steamroller 1934 so again a bunch of the old-timey no they're cartoons. still way
1: before my time thank yeah, from the 30s and yes. 40s
0: so yeah, but that is what's coming to disney plus in august so very exciting lots of new releases so definitely looking forward to some of those big releases some of those big movies of course ahsoka is going to be the one i'm really looking yeah forward that's what to. i don't watch Star so Wars. can't wait for As that we know. So. <laughs> all right so in our, our next category is our disney birthdays and we have no disney Birthdays this week. No Disney oh, wow. birthdays. Okay. However, my mom and dad's wedding anniversary is on August third. So That's right. happy anniversary 32 to you, to my parents. That will be this week, later this week. So yeah, happy anniversary, Thank you guys. You. Doing anything mm-hmm. on August third? August third. Well, what are you, are you guys doing anything? We're going out to eat. I'm just going out to eat. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to try
1: a new restaurant here on the on the shore down by the water. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, that brings us to our last little section of the podcast, which is our Disney memory. Mm. So, do you have a Disney memory my Disney memory
1: is a sing-alongs because actually when <laughs> you were little, that we had the VHS tapes. That were the sing-alongs, and they had one that was like going down Main Street, which I absolutely loved to watch with the kids. And they had they had the Grim Grinning Ghosts on it. They did a Halloween one yeah. where it was Grim Grinning Ghosts and you know Halloween kind of cartoons and stuff like that. So that brings back when we were Haunted Mansion, brings back memories of the Grim Grinning Ghosts and all the things that we used to watch. Of course, Amanda was one of those children who did not want to go on the Haunted Mansion ride for a while. Yeah, we went through really a scared of it. Yes, we went time. through a phase where nope, not going on that. A phase. was yes. <laughs> a long phase. <laughs> Yes, but those so it was, were my it's memories. Spooky. It's
0: a spooky ride for sure. Yes, but so, I, um,
1: the sing-alongs made it fun. Like you know, when you you saw the grim grinning ghosts on the sing-alongs, it was fun on the little little v- VHS tape that they used to have. Yeah, I miss those sure. VHS tapes. They were fun.
0: No, they are fun. Well, they're still sing-alongs, you know, on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. That's I said when you were just
1: talking about the sing-alongs. They love the sing-alongs. the sing-alongs.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. know. for my Disney memory, I had I had a few in mind, but I guess one of them, yeah, is the fact that when I was little, I was very scared of the haunted mm-hmm. mansion. I didn't like to tell anyone when I was scared of the haunted mansion though, because I felt bad as I got a little bit older. Where I I knew I shouldn't really be scared of it anymore but it's it did still scare me and I remember being on it one time and just like I, I was always really scared of like random scenes and I think I would just keep my eyes closed or covered for most of the ride like I feel like it took a long time for me to actually watch the ride so to speak being on it. so I would just keep my eyes covered and I knew not to close my eyes because they often say when you're watching horror films or something like that not to close your eyes because then when you close your eyes at night to go to bed you'll hear the sounds of whatever it was oh,
1: right yeah so
0: <laughs> you don't want to close your eyes instead they say to cover your eyes but to to keep your eyes open so I used to do that a lot mm. that I I would always cover my eyes but yeah for a long time I used to do that <laughs> until I finally was like oh it's just a little spooky just a little yeah. spooky, you know but you know we all have different thresholds of fear <laughs> <So> that's right <laughs> mine is very low I get scared very easily <laughs> so <laughs> and there is no shame in that if no. you or your child or someone else in your family right. has a low tolerance for fear I in the same it's way it's not worth pushing them easily. yeah no definitely not everyone eventually you know gets over of course there was this time overlay. when
1: Amanda was afraid to sit on Santa Claus's lap we yeah. have a picture of me sitting on Santa Santa Claus's lap with Amanda yeah. on my on You're my knee. The or like that. You're right, That's so. a common
0: one too. I know a lot of yes. people who are scared yes. of Santa and at first. It's a phase. It yeah. it gets outgrown, <laughs> yeah. or at least you hope so. I mean, yes. like I guess some people are maybe are still scared of Santa. <laughs> I mean, like the concept is a bit like yes. this 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 random old dude, strange comes in, man, watching you when you sleep, watching right. you get older, sneaking in the middle right. of your house at night. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> so you know everybody has their triggers. No, yeah, for sure. But yeah, so thanks so much for for listening to this week's podcast. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are Spaceship Earth Design everywhere. I will also have it linked in the description since we may rebrand one day. So if our handles ever change, we'll have it linked below. Make sure to give us a review on and like on YouTube or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you are currently listening, because the Mother Daughter Disney podcast is available on all podcast platforms, again, also including YouTube. And let us know if you're going to go see the Haunted Mansion movie and what did you think of it. I will have a dedicated Instagram post on our Instagram. So make sure to comment below that Instagram post to let us know what you thought of the movie. If maybe you're waiting to hold off on the movie if you have you know certain family members you want to see it with um or if you're just waiting for it to go to streaming you just don't have time it is the summer everyone's kind of busy right now in the <laughs> summer um again if you saw it like what were your favorite parts like did you notice certain parts that were similar to the ride um, everything about that so yeah let us know we're, we'd love to hear and yeah thanks thanks so much for listening yep bye go to the movie i hope you enjoy it yeah all, all right well we'll see you real soon right. bye-bye